Hello, good people, and welcome to episode six of the Happily Hugely podcast, the podcast where we are on a journey in search of true happiness through health, wealth, and love. I'm your host, Kaisha, and with me is the best husband a woman could ask for and my co-host, Quentin. Hey, peeps, welcome back to our pod. In this episode, we're going to be sharing about our nearly three-year long-distance marriage journey and how we are adjusting to living together again after that season apart. In this episode, we talk about the pros and the cons, the highs and the lows, and all of the lessons in between. For this week's Wednesday Wake Up, Kaisha and I are starting the day off with some beans by Brooklyn-based roaster Parlor Coffee. We're having their prospect blend. These beans are a blend from Ethiopia and roasted to a medium roast. Per the roaster, this roast doesn't follow any firm formula. Rather, its flavor shifts with the seasonal coffees we source from our partners at Origin. In general, this coffee has floral notes and caramel notes. Can you taste the notes in this coffee, babe? Given the many coffees I have in a single day, of course I can. You know coffee, it's all I drink. Mm, that's right. And it feels so good. Babe, you know we have to talk about... I think your microphone was off. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You get on my nerves. (laughs) We trying to record this podcast for the people and you out here playing games. You're right, you're right, you're right. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. So today we are talking about our long distance marriage journey and what it's been like to be back together reunited. Yeah. Talking about uh, the long distance. We did that for what, two and a half years and then over two and a half years, over two and a half years and then being back for a year and change. Yes. A year in three months. Mm. Oh, it has been a time. So let's get into it. It has been a journey. (laughs) A journey. Okay. So listen. So if you guys listened to our first three episodes, we told you how we became the Hughleys and we mentioned in those episodes, you know, how we even came into this long distance marriage journey. So we aren't going to rehash that here, but we are going to talk about, you know, what that experience was like for both of us. So I'll go ahead and start. For me, the experience was very difficult. Because, you know, Q and I had established ourselves as the type of couple where, like, if one of us did something, we both did it. Like, we literally had the same friends, the same circles of people we Mm -hmm. hung with. I guess that's the same thing. We (laughs) went to family functions together. Like, we were that kind of couple that literally did everything together. This is coming from New York. Coming from D.C. or the DMV area to New York, that is. Yes. So, in in D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, we were doing everything together. Like I said, like... To the point that I remember being at, like, dance ministry rehearsals running the radio for yes. y'all. Just and because it was, like, what I think it was, what, Monday nights or Tuesday nights? Monday nights. Yeah, it was, like, Monday nights. Like, yeah, I could be at home watching football, but if you're not – if I'm not watching the Steelers, it's kind of, like, boring to me. So yeah. uh, those nights that the Steelers weren't playing, I would be at, uh, you know, the church hanging out. And then vice versa, like – you would co- at, at that point, we were going to the gym heavy, and we yeah. would, you know, do all the things. Yeah, we just did everything together. Yeah. So when I came to New York, and it was a thing where, you know, Q had to stay behind, I was really lonely. I experienced a type of loneliness that I don't think I've ever experienced in life. Like, I, even though I had my classmates at school, they all lived together at the dorm, and I lived in an apartment in the Heights, so I still felt very separated from them. And so... 
you know, normally, like, when you get out of school or when you get out of work, you usually have a group of friends or, or some people that you can go and hang out with, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, Q was my person to do all those things with. And so I was so lonely, you know, during <laughs> that time. I'm trying to think, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but ha- and at that point, how much time had we spent apart? Like, Very between college, graduating college, um, so doing, like, the first couple years of just work, and obviously when we're in like engaged and in mar- like this is the longest period of time we that we we had ever spent apart yeah like, like the longest that's i i don't know if that if we had conversations in the past about that but that just clicked in my mind like why it also why it could have felt so hard for us yeah Sorry. yeah like um, yeah that uh, yeah just that just clicked for me yeah cuz i mean 2008 through graduation in 2012 essentially even though with that like year apart mm-hmm. um and then from 2012 through 2017 yeah i mean and it, it was only short stints like you did ecuador uh ecuador for three months right i did um police academy for three months three months like yeah this was two p- two and a half plus right so it was to to bring the point home it was really New. It was such new territory for us to be separate from one another for that long. So, Q, how was it for you? Oh man, that was that was a a rough time. Like going from like you said, like having your person there with you all the time. Like I remember, like those days driving into work together, and that was like that was my jam. Driving home, being like, all right, how like what are we gonna do at the gym today? Da da da. Like. That was that was a really good time for me with us being able to come home and go to the house and like that was our little environment like that was a really dope time so then to transition out of that which I think that ended up being like a year or less we were like when did you when did we moved in what you no moved we in lived 17? in the house for three years okay I sized it yeah you definitely thank sized you. it I'm thank about to say for, we moved into the house thank you in for 2014 that big. thank you thank you for reeling me back in but yeah like. So doing that whole, like, three years, that was feeling really good and feeling very comfortable for me. So to change and then, you know, no shade on my mom, love my mom, but moving back into, like, the basement and being that basement bro, like, <laughs> yeah, that one, that one hit, that one hit hard. I was, I had a plenty of nights where I was complaining to you on the phone or I was even, I would even, re- like, hash out conversations with my mom, like, like. I love you, mom. I love this and that you you're here for me like this, but this invi- you know, this this stinks. Like being a being at the time I guess I was like mid twenties, late twenties, like in your parents' basement. So just in case someone isn't gonna click out of this episode and go listen to our first three, just to bring this all back into context, Q and I started our long distance marriage journey not by choice. It no. was not by choice. Mm-mm. I don't, I honestly, goodness, don't think I would have come to New York if I thought Q wasn't coming with me. And so God and in his infinite wisdom tricked me because he <laughs> knew that if I didn't think Q was coming up here with me, I probably wouldn't have gone. Um, because I, I didn't, like, Q is my person. Like, I want to do things with him in life. And so I would not have made that choice, especially because we were doing so well where we were. And... You know, it's just so crazy how it all happened. So when we were planning to move to New York, the plan was for us to move. We were both moving. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 
you know, I had been up here for a couple of weeks and Q got a call from the job that he had gotten with them letting him know what his salary was going to be. And that salary did not match up with what we had anticipated Mm -hmm. for us to live off of. Because while I was in school, Q was going to be the one that was working and he was going to financially support both of us. And so when that salary number came back, it was like, yo, we can't live off that. Mm -mm. And that was like, uh, so what are we going to do? And then it was like, oh, well, you know, just apply for a couple of jobs and you'll be up here in no time. Right. And that was it was a big blow. But we were like, okay, you'll get a job. But it didn't happen. Right. And but that was like, (laughs) again, God and his infinite wisdom and our limited was like, that's how it was for for me that season. I think like over the course of that like it was like 2015 to to like 17 you had so many I had jobs. like three or four jobs <laughs> like I was just bouncing like so and it was and it was great like to be able to have that you know diversity and flexibility and work and like really I was really trying to find what my thing was so that was cool but when it was like when it was the moment for that to happen for us for the win it didn't happen yeah and that was really discouraging. Like, I think that that, you know, and, you know, every time you apply for a job and you didn't get it, I think it hurt us both. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, we don't know what this looks like. And, you know, you guys, Q was coming up to New York every single weekend mm-hmm. during this time that I was in school because I took some classes, like extra review classes on Saturdays. So Q would be the one who traveled most of the time because my school schedule was so rigorous. And so, yeah, he came up here every single weekend. And yeah. that was challenging because it's so tiring to travel, you know, once a month, let alone four times a month. Yeah. And only being here Friday night late through if you know, I got lucky Sunday. if I got lucky I remember <laughs> it was like a wave I would I did initially I would drive up mm-hmm. and then I was like man this is really beating me up like and putting a lot of miles on the cars yeah so I was like let me just um take the bus up it's cheap it's convenient and then it was like with the buses it was just so helter skelter on when you would get in town so I would yeah. like try to get here but then I would hit all of the Friday evening traffic, traffic. So I would get here at like midnight. Yeah. And it's like we can't do anything on Friday night because you're you're beat. And like by the time you get by the time I get into the apartment, I'm beat because I've been sitting on the uncomfortable bus for hours. Yeah. And then immediately on it was like Sunday night, I would have to get back on the bus. So Yeah. I was basically here for what, a day and a half? Yeah. Basically. Honestly. And then I got hip and was like, oh, well, I'll do the train. But the train was more expensive and blah, blah. I racked up so many points. Oh, my goodness. That was great. But it was Pricey. it was hitting the pockets. Yeah. And then eventually I was like, all right, I got to I got to, you know, try to like balance, do a balancing act. So I would like drive one weekend, train a different weekend and then kind of mm-hmm. flip back and forth with those. And when I, it was nice. Because I was able to drive back in to work on Monday mornings. Remember that? Yeah. (sighs) I can only imagine that. I mean, that was, you know, that was a run. The weekends you didn't have to travel, which were very few. I traveled on the weeks. Well, I would travel and come stay whenever I didn't have school. So if I was on a break for two Mm -hmm. weeks, I would come to wherever you were so you wouldn't have to be the one that traveled. But, like, you clearly were the one who was making the brunt of the sacrifice during that time because you were literally running up and down the road. Yeah, I know the the Amtrak like the back of my hand. Literally. I know the highways and the byways to get from D.C., Maryland, Virginia to New York. Right. I know how much each toll costs. 
(laughs) (laughs) I can estimate the the time. Mm -hmm. I know exactly where the two-hour mark is between here and, like, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Because you've done it so much. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. So... But yeah, that was that was kind of that. So for yeah. two for two and a half plus years, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact. I think it was like two years and eight months, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was a long time. And mm-hmm. so when we got the news that Q got a new job mm-hmm. that would allow him to move to the city, we were. I, I'm not gonna even lie. I was in disbelief. I was like, let me not get my hopes up because mm-hmm. you know it's been almost three years at this point. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when he gets here. <laughs> And it happened. You ended up moving August of 2018. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, our, our first transit. It was a, a super large, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It was a big transition, you guys, you know, moving back together. And when we moved back together, I started working um, a lot. I booked mm-hmm. two shows back to back. So I think that time I think was you missed it. You said 18? It was 19. Was it 19? 19 because I was doing the training I was doing training for the work for work for basically six months to a year exactly (laughs) so right so you're right August 2019 you moved here and I booked a show that started at the end of August I believe and then I worked from August through December yes and so we even though we lived back together we had like maybe two weeks once you moved for us to spend time Mm -hmm. together but then after that my schedule became legitimately insane. Yeah, yeah. I was working all the time. I had my part-time job at the at AMDA, and then I was also performing. So it was like I had a full-time job, and the theater I was performing at was about an hour and tell them about 15 (laughs) hour 30 minutes away and so that you know was a substantial you know commute and everything and it didn't leave me with very much time you know at home yeah we Um, were it was basically like we were reliving um the travel commute because you were now doing the brunt of the commute so we would basically try to sneak in weekends but we couldn't even really do that because you had shows. shows So I found myself like uh, I think I saw I think I saw Monty like the most. Yeah. And and I would come out and see her just because I just wanted to spend time with her. Like and I like it was like Saturday was a two show day. So I maybe would come up between the Saturday show, Mm -hmm. um, the the first show and the second show. And then I would hang out and we would do like food or something before we came back into yeah. the city. Or you would come to Mary Carol's on or, Sunday. Yeah, or Sundays. And we would yep. have, like, the 50-cent wings. Yes. And, you know, be that in the was pub fun. and watch the game, the bar, or whatever. I did, I did like Mary Carol's. Mary Carol's was cool. You know, shout out to Mary Carol's. Yeah, all right. They could sponsor us, though. Listen, and I need some of those wings. Yes. You know, and the, the pretzel. Oh, my God. The pretzel with the mustard dip. Lord have mercy. Mm, you can have that. I'll have the wings. Okay, well, I'll have <laughs> both. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we moved back together. I'm mm-hmm. working a lot. You know, Q is getting acclimated to the city because... Because mm-hmm. now you're officially living in New York, which is very different than visiting New yes. York every single yes. weekend. And why don't you tell them a little bit about that transition for you? Uh, it was a lot. It was. Um, I am. I am. I don't know if I'm a city person. Like, mm-hmm. I like. I like the city, but I don't know if I necessarily need to live in the city. Mm-hmm. And so coming here and doing New York, a big city, not DC, a big city. Mm-hmm. It's different. And yeah. so I find myself, I feel like everything in New York is just like that much harder. So yeah. like you, like back at home, you could get in the car, go to the grocery store, MBD. Right. You there, you there, even on a Sunday when you know the grocery store is going to be packed, you in and out the grocery store in like an hour, you're good. Here, 
to go to the grocery store, you got to get the cart. You got to get yes. on the train. You got to get down to the, to, you know, to the grocery store. If you're making that type of grocery store run. Right. You got to pack the cart and then you got to come back. Like, you know and don't let it rain uh, or snow. Raining, <laughs> like raining. Raining is a blower. Especially when you're doing something like laundry and your yes. clothes get wet. Like it's annoying. So that, yeah. So all of those things just, I don't know if I was prepared Right. Like I knew I did it for you. Like when I would come and visit, like during that that stint when I wasn't wasn't living in the city, like I would mm-hmm. help Kai out. I would do the laundry or what have you. I you know if she needed some groceries, I would meal prep for her for the week and da da da. But it was different doing that and then going back home into D.C. and then like I was in my car driving everywhere. Right. Getting up here and having to do that. I remember like the first. I think it was like the first two weeks or a month. I was like, yo, my calves, my calves are so sore. Yes. And it just was, it was because my body wasn't used to the amount of walking. Right. And you guys, Q is fit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're not a fit person, but it's, you know, listen, I'm going to tell the people the truth. But the thing is, you know, walking around New York is a different type of, it requires a different type of stamina. Yes. And, you know, we can talk about this a little later in the episode, but we both have talked about several times about how, like, once we get out of this horrible quarantine situation, how it's going to take us a little bit to build up the stamina necessary to walk around and be around the city again. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a true training effect. You get up here and you have to be on your feet. Like your mode of transportation is is your legs. Like it gets you, you know, make sure you got your good shoes, make sure you got your nice backpack, whatever. So getting up here and acclimating to that, finding the gym, making sure your routes to work are good, making sure, you know, you're all of the things like that, like grocery store, laundry, all of it. All of that stuff is like, it was, it was just, it's just being in New York is just that extra level. And Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. And so, and so for me, that was, that was a a big adjustment. Then on top of that, going from, yeah, we hadn't lived in our house for two years at that point, but like going from the townhouse. Well, we lived there for three. I'm saying like we had lived there apart, like because we moved out on this in 2017, we hadn't lived in our house for two years. So I was living in mom's mom's house and I was living at in the um the hotel accommodations for work and then coming up here. So the space. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. So yeah. So adjusting to the space of New York too. Right. That was a big thing. I wanna I wanna comment on what you said about, you know, um you being not really being a city person. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a city person. The jury is still out on that. There are certain things that I love about living in New York City specifically. Yeah. That literally, like, I get chills thinking about it. Like, when we're watching a movie and I see New York on TV, I'm like, I live there. Like, and I get so excited. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I can walk down the street and there I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get so hyped. Like, when we were spending time together on Thanksgiving and we were watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm like, yo, I could literally get on the train and go down to where that is. Yeah. Like I have access to that place. And I think for me, why I love living in the city is because I love the access. I love what it means to be a New Yorker, but I hate what it means to be a New Yorker because it is like one of the most beautiful and ugly things I've ever experienced in life. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like some days, you know, I'll, I'll look out, 
you know, at the skyline. And I'll be like, man, this is such a beautiful city. I'm so grateful I live here. And then other days I'll look at that same skyline and I'll say, God, this is no way to live. <laughs> like literally, it's just, it's one of those kinds of places. Yeah, yeah. You this, definitely see some wild stuff. Wild. Like this, and then also this city just has a way of punching you in the face sometimes. Oh, yes. And it makes you feel awful. Like, I mean, it's just like, golly, I was just trying to get my groceries. Why did the bags have to break? Like, you know what I mean? It's just the most yeah. random things that can literally just like be like, man, I don't need to live here because I don't need to deal with things like that. So great story. Great story. The first time I rode my bike, so I just got a bike. <laughs> Welcome to the bike life, right? Oh, Lord. Just got a bike. First time I rode my bike to the gym, pouring rain. Love that for you. Why, New York? <laughs> Why? Exactly. First day of class for Kai. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yep. it's stuff like that that's like, man, like, if you had a car, yeah, it's raining. Yeah, you got your umbrella in your car. Yeah, you got your raincoat in your car. But you ain't tripping because right. you're in the car. Right, and you can, you know, quickly walk to your car. It's not a big Correct. deal. But, yeah, it's different not when you were out there walking on the right. streets. And okay? obviously we've got people in the city who have cars and the things and da-da-da-da. We're just not those people just yet. Yeah. So, but, yeah. So we moved back together August 2019. From mm -hmm. August 2019 to December 2019, I was working like crazy. Mm -hmm. You were establishing relationships at your new jobs. And... At the end of 2019, we took the most amazing trip, you guys. We went yes. to Italy for 15 days. It was incredible. We actually left on New Year's Eve. So it was December 31st, yep. 2019. And my show had ended on December 29th. And when my show ended, I was actually pretty sick. I had no voice for the last show. Mm -hmm. So when we go to Italy, I'm like low-key trying to recover from working back-to-back -back shows for six months. And even though I didn't have a show like in August when Q moved here, I had a show before that. So I'd had a really busy and chaotic but beautiful year. And so when we went to Italy, we had a great trip. It was awesome. Um, we'll have to do a separate episode yeah. about that. But it was literally amazing. And so we come Q turns 30 and then we come home. <laughs> oh, and yeah, we celebrate five years of marriage. Yeah. But then we come home and it kind of goes back to what it was before we left. I start auditioning again. I'm hitting the pavement in terms of, you know, trying to book jobs and mm -hmm. all the things. And Q is also doing his thing in terms of his jobs. And COVID happens. Mm. Like we both were like, what do you mean we can't leave the house? Right. We both we both were planning like we had everybody. It was 2020, like at the top of the year, everybody was like, Clear vision, gotta hit you know, vision. gotta hit the ground running. Da da da. This we came year, back. Decade. We came back from Italy so like Hype. recharged and ready to hit the ground running. Yes. And it was what like. I think the, the the like writing on the wall was like February. Like COVID is happening, it's hitting everywhere in the world. Meanwhile, here we're like, nah, we still good. We did it until until. So <laughs> I'm just gonna talk you out for one quick second this, because is this this is the second time that you've done it on the podcast. Well, I mean, let's just go ahead and make it a thing. Okay, all right, you guys. I told you, I said, hey, babe, because um, he was dead set that he was gonna have you know this thing he had to do for work, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're going to have work. <laughs> I think work is going to be closed. I think that, you know, things are shutting down. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. And I remember you being like, my job's just called. It's not fine. And I'm like, yeah, Back COVID. to back. Back to back. 
Yes, yeah. it was it was kind of wild. And so, you know, I think now is a good time to talk about what it's been like living in this one bedroom apartment yeah. since COVID. Because yeah. we who have spent a lot of time in here together. And like I said, we live in a one bedroom and it is very difficult because we don't have like a designated like workspace where we like do all of our work and then a designated like lounge space or kitchen space. You know, a lot of these spaces blend together. And so what has it been like, babe? Do you like living in a one bedroom with me? Man, like <laughs> the moment that we can get like a two bedroom. Our relationship is going to improve. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And it really it, is. No love lost. I love you with all my heart. Right. And I, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you for the reassurance. Man, like. You need space. Yeah, like. And me this, too. I this, feel you. This one bedroom, like, really tests test the relationship. You yes, know? it does. Like, like you said, like. We're just literally on top of one yeah, another. Yeah. For lack of better terms. Yes. We yeah. are on top of one another constantly. Constantly. And then it's like you can't, like. Finding a space to get comfortable doing work that's not at like the dining room table, right. or you know, is is a challenge when you have this the type of space that we have. Right. So it, it's rough. It, it really yeah. is rough. And like, and also like, people don't move to New York to be in their apartments. No, not at all. We move to New York for what the city has to offer. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, our best things to do when we when like when the city is open is go out to dinner go to a Broadway show, like, all the things outside of the house. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so being home, being, you know, kind of told to be home for the safety of the country and the city, you're trying to do your part, but at the same time, it's like, oh, my goodness, if I don't get out of here, I'm going to explode. Literally. And it's so it's so difficult as well, and I know this is probably really hard on you, Q, specifically, you know, I think it's difficult because a lot of what is required of me and my work in terms of like social media and acting specifically, like if I have to do a self tape or if I have to record myself for, you know, a TikTok or a YouTube video or Instagram or whatever, you know, it's hard on you because I need complete silence in order to make those tapes. And this apartment is the least, it's just not soundproof. It's like not you insulated. Can, it's At not. All. You can hear everything. Like, I know this whole floor can hear me when I'm singing because it's literally, it's no kind of insulation. And so, you know, when Q is in the bedroom, like in, in a, I'm in the living room, I can hear every single thing that he's doing back there, even if, you know, the door is closed. And so sound is really a, a challenge, you know, for me and my specific work. So I just want to take a second to thank you and appreciate you because I know that that's challenging, Aww. you know, when I'm, you know, off doing my recording thing. And sometimes it takes me hours to record. Yes. And I know that that has to be annoying because yes. I can't have any, <laughs> I can't have any noise. Yeah. I mean, in general, I w like I'm a pretty quiet guy and I'm a pretty like to myself type of person, but it, it, it definitely comes with a, like when you're doing your thing and you're recording your report recording your podcast, that's hilarious. But like when you're well, no, when I record my yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. Like by the way, listen to my podcast, a Kaisha story. <laughs> yes, Shameless but story. like when you're doing TikToks and you're doing and you're on Zoom calls and da da da, like just the freedom and flexibility is restricted. Like I don't mind being quiet. Right. I mind not being able to go make a coffee if I want to make a coffee. Right. Or um, you know. Oh, I just need to go to the bathroom. Is that going to inf interfere right, with? Right, you can hear it. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. that's 
that's where the challenge is presented. Like, if we have a two-bedroom, will that still be a thing? Maybe. Maybe, but not in the same way. No, because at least you can go into that second bedroom and close the door. Right. You know? We just we don't have the space that we need to feel like individuals. And it's, you know, kind of crazy. And that was another point that I wanted to bring up. You know, I feel like when we went through this whole long-distance marriage journey, this was the first time that we really established individual lives that were separate from one another, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, we established our own friend groups. Like, we actually have different sets of friends now, which we didn't have prior to this. Yeah. Um, we have some different interests. I mean, we've always had different interests, but mm-hmm. a lot of our interests prior to New York, we kind of, you know, blend it with one another so that mm-hmm. we can spend more time together. But we have different interests. Like, we have – like, I'm never riding a bike with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is your interest. Italy, though. Yeah. Oh, you guys. We got it. That's a different podcast. That's a different it's episode. It's a different y'all. one, but Q made me get on a bike. We'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but you know, like you have things that I know that are going to be things that you do, and you know I have things that are going to be things that I do. Like right. I don't expect you to ever start acting. You know what I Thank mean? Thank you. Like even though when you, know, you say that, I'm, we, whenever you ask me, I'm going to bring this this episode. This up. episode up. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll take it back. Oh no. <laughs> Just kidding. But like you know, we have established individual interests relationships, all these things. And so now coming back together after having established these individual things is quite a challenge because it's like, yo, I want to do what I want to do. And it's harder sometimes for us to make decisions and blend because we have spent, you know, almost three years doing our own thing and not really necessarily having to check in because we weren't in each other's Face in space. Right. And so now checking is like, but what do you mean? You don't want me to do that. I'm about to go do this because I've been doing my. So like, you know what I'm saying? And then now that we're older, we're like grown. It's like, I'm grown. Who are you talking to? Like, I'm about (laughs) to go do this. And so I feel I feel attacked. No, I'm just saying. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is definitely both of us. And you're right. You're you're definitely right. I think that's one of those things that was definitely like a gift. I don't want to call it a curse because I think it's very much a gift. But right. there's, with that gift definitely comes some challenges, challenges, like you were saying. Like, but it's like I rem- I, f- I remember feeling a little like I guess a little bit of anxiety n- now is what I would label as like back in the day when it was like oh cute sh- you know I'm gonna go out and do this and it's like okay cool go do your thing but like when you're gonna be back with you know kind of like right it was different right. versus now it's like oh I'm gonna go hang out with my friends from X show or I'm gonna ho- well non-COVID times, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to go do d- do such and such. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you when you get back. Right. And then also, too, there's just this general worry. Like, when we were actually living long long distance, you know, I'm telling you I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm a woman by myself in New York City. Yes. So, for you, it's like, well, can you let me know when you get in? Because you're out. Or if I was traveling back from my show and I'm not that getting was the home until, you know, one thirty in the morning or whatever. Yeah. You know, I know that that was, you know, scary for you because I'm traveling by myself. That was um, the big one. I remember, no, I remember um, being up here on like Friday nights and Saturday nights. I would get back to the, I would get to the um, apartment before you would get back from uh, Long Island. Yeah. And that one would like, I would be beat tired. But I would stay up every night making sure, like, all right, cool. Is she back? Well, yes. I mean, yes. I'm I'm a gentleman. You love me? Oh, my gosh. Of course. 
The one good thing about that, though, was that I did, I was able to ride with castmates, you know, at least to a certain point, like at least until Penn Station. But, mm -hmm. um, and then sometimes, you know, a certain portion on the MTA, but there would be at some point where we would cut off and go our separate ways. And so that was the part that was like, whoo, this is kind of late. Yeah. And um, let's be honest, the, the crazies, the, the weirdos, they are out. Um, yeah. No matter what time of day this in New York, fact. to be honest, this is fact. So it, it could be in the morning, it could be at night, midday. It really doesn't matter. You're going to see some characters in New York. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But back to like, I mean, if we if we could label like some of the positives that yeah. came out of that um, that time, because I feel like we've spent a good amount of time being like, oh, but this was you know this was trash or yeah. whatever but i think w that individualism is definitely like a yeah, that positive independence. yeah that independence because yeah. and, and it's a in it's a true independence it's like it's neither one of us yeah neither one of us feel any type of like like feeling like um like there's no lack of trust there right which i think is absolutely awesome like yeah there's no questioning like oh kai's doing x yeah she's doing right. x like i don't think either one of us ever thought oh well you know he's away he's cheating on me like right. pe no people would always ask us like this must be really hard on you guys and it was hard but not because you know i thought q would be you know cheating or doing something like that it was hard because i missed hanging out my with my best, best friend. friend yeah like exactly. that's why it was hard exactly we never had those issues of like trust on that level i think that the main thing that was just hard was just not having our time together for sure for sure and so now we have had Ooh, since so march time. until now like yes and like i said it's been some ups it's been some downs like that first i remember that first like i guess it was about a month it was just like yo this is crazy we had the longest time we had spent together um over the course of that two and a half years was or two and a half plus years whatever was in italy yeah and so then to immediately have that now be now it's yeah. like yo like we have our time back together yeah and it was great, but it was we definitely saw some of those like, whoa, like yeah, like unnecessary arguments. Yeah, yeah. And it's just literally it's a space issue. It is a space issue for sure. And so I think that if we are able to address the space issue at some point, you guys, we we talk about this often about you know what we should do in terms of this issue. Like we thought that we were going to move into a new apartment, you know, in October, and that didn't end up happening because. We said, you know what, we're really just reaching for the low-hanging fruit with this apartment. It's mm -hmm. not really giving us what we need. It's just giving us, like, a solution that will only be temporary, and eventually we will have to move somewhere else. So we are just trying to be intentional about what time frame we make this move, but we are definitely planning to move so that we can get some more space. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And once that comes, I think that'll that'll definitely set us on to a even better trajectory right yeah. now. We're on a good path, but like that's to set us up for great. Right. Yeah. for sure. Um, also once outside opens up again. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. 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 I think that, you know, a different space too will also help it to feel more like our place. Yeah. I think that, you know, and you made this comment a few times that, you know, this apartment feels like my place because I lived in it pretty much solo for three years mm -hmm. and it has kind of like my imprint on it whereas yeah. it does, doesn't necessarily have our imprint yeah um, it's been really hard to make this our space when it started out as really my place so i think that if we move you know that will also yeah. that was an interesting thing like i didn't think that that would be initially I didn't think that would be an, a, a concern right and then i remember and there's still some days i think about i was like man like 
like if this was my space, then it would be X. Mm-hmm. Or if the you know, and it and it feels sometimes that as if I came in and I just put my stuff on top or around where you had already established things. Even yeah. though like the apartment was in our name and it right. was, the intention was for us to be here together, it was very much a thing of like, all right, well, Kai has it set up this way. I don't want to interrupt that flow, Even- but. Right, even you though know. we decorated this together, exactly. and most of the stuff we have here, stuff that was in our house, it yep. still just feels this way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know the psychology behind that or whatnot. But I think it'll yeah. be interesting to see because the house felt like ours, right? Yeah. Even though it didn't have any furniture, <laughs> <laughs> Bless our little we house. had no couch for what, like a year? A y- at least a year. You know, and you know, we had rooms on top of rooms with like literally no furniture no furniture our guest room didn't have any furniture for a long time (laughs) so yeah um to come here now like but i was oh goodness i was gonna say that that space felt like ours still yeah for sure versus here even though it's furnished and all the things it i feel like now more it's feeling like our place yeah but it definitely took some time initially it definitely was like all right well this is Kai's. This is how Kai runs ship here. Yeah. Let me like get on board and kind of, you know, see how this boat is rocking before I start making some big changes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. You know, we just wanted to share with you guys, you know, about our long distance marriage journey and what it's been like since we've come back together. And as we continue to make new discoveries about what life is like, you know, being reunited, we will definitely share that. And of course, we will share when we get a new place and start that new chapter. Absolutely. Maybe a puppy will come. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But until then. Until then. Be sure to check out the New York Guide on our blog. Uh, the dining guide and the DMV dining guide and feel free to add please 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 add in the comment sections if you have places that you want us to check out Um, even if you if you have a review on a place that you that you um, went to based off of our list please 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 put it out there we'd love to hear hear um, your thoughts yes and I will absolutely link both of those blog posts in the show notes it's the dmv restaurant guide and the nyc restaurant guide we'll put both of those links so that you can easily find them yes and we will catch you guys in the next one hope you guys enjoyed yourself have a good one all right y'all bye quentin and i would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode if you are enjoying our podcast do us a huge favor and take a moment to leave us a five star review five star reviews help more listeners to find our podcast We would also appreciate if you could take a screenshot of this episode to share on your social media. Make sure to tag us at Happily Hughley. To see the show notes for today's episode, simply visit www.happilyhughley.com. See you next week on the Happily Hughley podcast.